This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, and Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases at staggered intervals, Curse Code and Crown, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumb dumb dice. D-U-M-B D-U-M-B D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dumb Dumbs and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise. Dice today. Welcome back, initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The mystery punchers have escaped the Met and evaded the police by breaking into the sewers. 
Adrian is rapidly losing faith in Red's leadership. Richter stole a statue that looked at him, and Red will have to come up with a way to explain to their employer why they won't be coming back with any whiskey. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. The mystery punchers find themselves exiting a sewer. Nothing of import happened in the sewers. Uh, after an incredibly strange night at the museum, uh, you made your way uh, through a New York sewer, which uh, was not full of uh, slime that could be enchanted by good feelings and a walking Statue of Liberty dance. Unfortunately, uh, just regular horrible New York sewage from the 1930s. So like presumably extra terrible. Um, but um, the That's uh, we didn't steal the painting of Vigo. We just took that statue. Yeah, I know. Honestly, uh, you know, just next time, next time you end up teleported to New York fighting monsters in a museum. Um, so, uh, no, you, you uh, are admittedly all kind of holding your breath throughout most of it uh, slash trying to hold your, your insides in. Um, but you make your way through the sewer with with no uh, no major difficulty. Um, you you crawl out uh, of a sewer grate, Ninja Turtle style, um, in a, uh, a side sort of a side street of New York. Um, there are a bunch of revelers out and about, but admittedly, eh, no one no one much cares. It's sort of early evening now. People are are you know well into their their night of revels if they can afford it. Um, and uh, the bedraggled crew makes their way back to two times Marvin Gatsby's. Um, he, uh, he is shocked to see you um, and uh, immediately uh, calls for uh, the doctor who had uh, treated you previously. Uh, and the three of you are given some legitimate medical care. Uh, yeah. Legitimate medical care. Um, go ahead and add um ooh, six points of hp um as uh, as you're treated um as um, uh, is that uh technically four for me considering i had that plus two that was gonna go away uh yes claire that is correct thank you okay. uh as the uh the whiskey wears off um gatsby isn't thrilled at how things went down but also based on the police presence uh and the the presence of other criminals uh, he's just impressed you all didn't die. Uh, and uh, also that you didn't signal his crew when things went completely pear-shaped, which would have gotten them killed. So there's some frustration that uh, he's not getting his shipment, but there's also a little bit of um, you know game-recognized game uh, and also some appreciation that uh, you didn't hang his crew out to dry. Uh, he, he points out that um, lesser gangsters would have done that, that it would have been easier to just let the crew get caught and blame the crew rather than just doing that um so you all have a, a few minutes to to properly heal up uh the uh the doctor she is not pleased uh to see <laughs> the conditions you sent red out in and the condition you've come back in um but uh you you do manage to get patched up i should point out though that given the way healing works in this game and given the time frame in which i assume you want to get back to helmfirth um, these are all temporary hit points. Um, this isn't proper medical care. This is binding your wounds, um, getting you getting you in shape to travel. But um, to properly recover, you will need to actually spend some time resting. That said, 
Richter, uh, the King in Yellow, based on your calculations, should be starting very soon. Um, so if if you tarry too long in New York, uh, there's a chance you might miss it. Also, Adrian, you are somewhat concerned what Wackadoo Willie might be doing um, in your absence. Um, and Red, um, who the fuck knows what Monty Greaves has managed to get up to uh, since you've all been gone. Um so uh, Marvin Gatsby is, um, again, a little bit on the fence uh, and says, you know, um, uh, Red, I'd really hoped that our little arrangement would uh, would lead to you actually paying off the debt rather than incurring a second one. But uh, again, I respect that you didn't get, get my crew killed. So there's that. And besides, it's the 1930s. Booze is flowing freely and establishments such as ours uh and uh this will put me out for a bit but it's prohibition and everyone kind of gets it um that said there will come a time when i will need to call on you for something rather significant now this isn't just a do a job for me because i need someone i can trust this is this is a proper debt you willing to take that always when you call me i'll be there and i promise i'll be in better shape you well, know me. This would have gotten done if it was possible to get it done. Um, he looks to Adrian to confirm this. Uh, what? Um, Adrian, you've just heard uh, Red say that if it was up to Red, this job would have gone flawlessly. Based on the way Addy started to react to Red's plans, do you think he would not respond to that? Or would he point out that um, a lot of it was <laughs> kind of Red's doing. We will come back and help, but you're going to need to have your own plan that makes sure that Red doesn't get hurt because she does silly things that aren't very safe for all of us sometimes. Adrian, what? the world isn't safe. I did what I thought was right and I did what I had to do. Yeah, well, you were wrong. That's why he should make the plan. Listen, as adorable as this little domestic is, uh, yeah, I'll come up with the plan next time. Um, Listen, I'm going to hook you guys up with a vehicle before your weird old uncle guy teaches my band more songs I don't want them to play. (laughs) But um, whatever you're up to, whatever you're in, uh, I I hope it works out for you. And... uh, don't worry, big guy. I'll I'll come up with the plan next time. Much obliged. Um, okay. And, and um, Red, as, as you um, kind of go to collect Richter and, and make your way to the car, um, Gatsby just uh, stops you, Adrian, and uh, says, uh, you know, Mr. Diesel, the Diesel family is not unknown to me. You uh, You make a hell of a pair of pants. Are you the secret brains of this operation? Maybe. Uh, he seems like wowed by this idea himself, but he can't really work it out. Um, and uh, Gatsby just nods at you with like a knowing look that to you just looks like a look. And he's like, excellent. It is good to know who to be in touch with. We'll be in touch soon, Mr. Diesel. I look forward to it. Thank you, Mr. Friend. Um, and, uh, with that, you make your way outside, uh, to the car he has prepared and holy shit gang, you're back on the road 
and unless there's anything else you want to do in New York, um, which I assume Richter will just yell at you about, um, it's it's time to go home. <laughs> it's like King yeah. in Yellow is just what I, I still remember uh, Tyler yelling at the end of an episode. It haunts me, and I hope it haunts you. Yeah, is there a point where we stop at a light and Richter just gets out to look at something? <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. like it's possible. Yeah, no, we're going to spend three episodes of uh, Red and Adrian driving um, before we even meet Richter. It's going to be dope. Uh, Car <laughs> Twitter and I are going to get along so well. Um, but um, you do have some time uh, as you you travel back uh, to Helmfirth uh, to chat. Um, we're going to say um, this is uh, for narrative purposes with all of you kind of um, swapping. I actually don't know how long this drive is, so I'm going to quickly Google it. Um, but um, you have a, a chance to finally actually catch up and to discuss uh, some of the things that have been kind of lingering. Uh, Boston to New York. Driving. Go, Web, go. Uh, it is, uh, yeah, it's a, it's only a four hour drive. Uh, so that's pretty nice. Uh, given that it is olden times, uh, we're going to bump that up highways that that's factoring in that. I don't think exists. I think we're going to say uh, you'll have to stop for the night at some point. Also, it's the same day that all of this happened. So you're all in rough shape, but you, you can at least make it midway. Um, so you'll have one stopover, uh, at a motel en route. Um, what, uh, what do you want to discuss on the way? Richter would probably want to discuss his dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd be keen to know um, what Adrian thinks of this, since he and Adrian sort of shared a dream state uh, not too long before being whisked away to New York City. Mm-hmm. This so is the whole about- dream in the museum, like yeah, seeing possession, the- spooky friend. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Everyone, I I went on some sort of journey, some sort of uh, uh, odyssey in my mind when I was given that strange medicine by the man in the museum. It it knocked me out, and I dreamt of Sally. Sally was there, but she was changed somehow. She turned into a creature, and there were hands grasping at me. And when I spoke this this Sally creature, it told me its name, that it was... Sorry, everyone. Tyler, I just Googled how long it takes to drive from New York to Boston live on air. You can take a second to look up weird <laughs> Cthulhu names. Uh, the name... Croatoan came forth, which read, I believe, we saw scrawled on the wall of a a restroom in one of the schools in Helmfurt. Probably Helmfurt's only school, actually. (laughs) Um, Red, can you roll me an education check or a no check? Um, Because I don't know if you would remember that detail of that case. I sure would by one point. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, so, yes, despite uh, realizing the crying ghost was, in fact, um, Sally uh, dealing with um, biological necessities she'd never been taught, uh, you did clock uh, your your 
little Tracy's keen investigator mind clocked the term crow towing. So did you get away by putting hearts in a briefcase? No, it was an entirely different experience, Abdi. I wish to speak with Sally. I do believe that is, it was Sally in my mind, but she had been changed somehow by by whatever this other Croatoan force was. It seems to have commingled with Sally. Is that like how both Benny there. is a hand now? Oh, yeah. Hey, look at this. And I just throw Benny's hand like into the front seat. Like, uh, look who's back. Um, the, uh, uh, the hand um, hits the seat, um, bounces on its back, uh, and you actually see the fingers um, move like a, a spider on its back and kind of like wedge back and forth and then flip over. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, you all see that as well, right? Oh, hey, Benny. Um, if a hand could sigh, you see the hand, like, kind of, like, arc up and arc down in, in disappointment and then roll back over onto the back of the hand uh, and then kind of um, wedge halfway up and kind of half wave at you. Red oh, hey, not... Benny. <laughs> yeah, Red does not wave back. <laughs> Understood. Uh, Claire, based on the look on your human face on this video, I need you to roll me a sanity check. Yeah, I feel like Adrian doesn't care, but I think Red really does. This is so weird. Like Adrian's just excited to see Benny. <laughs> um. Oh. Uh. Hey. I. I. Sorry. I had to get under. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Great. I got well under. Fantastic. Uh, you will lose only two sanity uh, for the waving hand, but you can add two to your mythos. I think Adrian legitimately believes Benny has become a hand. Like, I don't even think he sees it as a severed hand of Benny. He thinks that's all of Benny now. Which, not Close necessarily enough. wrong. <laughs> Benny, Benny was in the dream with me. He, he saved me from Sally. Okay, can we ask Benny some questions? Like, Benny, could you tap the dash one for yes and two for no? Um, the hand, um, flips back over and kind of like crawls up, um, and starts to tap the dash. Um, but you notice it's getting slower. Uh, it seems like, uh, it can have bursts of, of connection, but, uh, to be clear, you don't have an exposition hand, uh, just hanging out to explain everything forever. Yeah. Tap things out. Um, but also realistically based on the way we've seen it act, um, uh, Unlike Billy Fingers in our uh, Dungeons and Dragons show, that's just a ball of fingers that is good at all this stuff. The best way to think of this is as a limited charge item, essentially. So Benny's hand can convey Benny's intent very briefly and fairly explosively, but it's a labor and it's not something that will always be accessible to you. So it taps like yes, and then just falls like limply under the like into the wheel well of the the passenger seat, and just kind of bounces around awkwardly on the ground. Oh, Jesus. Uh-oh, he needs a rest. <laughs> he always was clumsy. I'll uh, I'll reach forward and just grab like reach into the front seat and reach down it and grab the hand and put it back in my coat. Uh, there is something weirdly comforting about the hand, also not moving. <laughs> That's kind of what you're used to. So it's like, oh, it's nice that it, it does now, but like. It's nice that I can have both. It was also nice when it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Should we get a glove for that hand so Benny's not naked? 
I think that's the least of our problems right now, Adrian. It's a nice thought, though. I feel like if you were naked, you would put that problem very high up <laughs> on the list. That is uh, very thoughtful. We, we will. This is just a, a clip show episode. We cut back to the two times you've completely stopped the quest to go find red new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't I want to plan a session today, so it's just a clip show of previous episodes. That's fair. Open uh, the glove compartment. That's uh, why those things are named that, and it's 1930s, so I think that's there will be exclusively gloves in there. Uh, Tyler, roll me a luck check, please. <laughs> No. <laughs> the result is no. <laughs> no gloves. No loves. Um, you open it and there's, I, I don't know, like a moth? I don't feel like they had registration papers back then. <laughs> just a bunch of cigarettes and cocaine. Um, but in like vials. I was going to say, just a cloud of cocaine puffs out and we're like, <laughs> oh, no. It was all like classy. Uh, hey, like, I got a really good idea about a business we could start. Everybody <laughs> shut up. Like, uh, and that's how the mystery punchers <laughs> became yeah. screenwriters. Um, uh, Richter. <laughs> there's a full martini. Just moving around inside there, Gatsby style. Richter. <laughs> um, I have also seen Sally in her other form or when I was in the car going to the jazz bar. When you were unconscious, when, yeah, well, when you were nearly dead. On the yeah. brink of it, yes. For a second, Adrian became Sally. I don't remember what she says. It was hazy, but it, it definitely was not a force for good. I have, I am beginning to have theories connected to what happened in the church a long, long time ago. I think Something entered Sally and never left. Do we all remember what happens in the church? I, for myself, I have found that those memories are fleeting at times. I remember what happened with Sally, yes. Did you say that I became Sally? Well, just, it was like her face was on your face. You didn't become Sally, Adrian. You are always you. Do you think I could become Benny so we could get our questions answered? No. Nuts. She's correct. <laughs> I think that when that ritual happened in the church and Sally fell into that black pit that something entered her mind and perhaps that's what's communicating with us now. So, as insane as that sounds. Um, Just to... Uh, kind of further bump um, what you're already doing naturally, which is great. Um, this car ride is a damn good time to hash out some theories you've got, um, because once you return to Helmforth, things will will heat back up again. So this is your chance to kind of try and come up with a working theory as to what's going on. Um, Adrian slash Ryan, uh, you'll be at a disadvantage with this, of course, because Addy. But um, given that you've uh, kind of reconnected um, with child Addie. Uh, what I'll say, Ryan, is um, you can risk sanity to try and tap into that side of Adrian for kind of those moments of clarity you've had uh, just so that you're not entirely out of the theory building. Um, yeah, you'll just yeah, have I'll... to determine how much and how hard you want to push. 
Yeah, if we need to make a leap for that, that's cool. Otherwise, I'll play him in kind of his bumbling, occasionally idiot savant way. We'll I, I would, I would also say that, like, again, as we've established, like, this is a unity of character. This isn't like it. It's not a like a demon in your head situation. Like, yeah, every other show we have. Um, so it's also up to you whether or not you would try and tap that because it is also it's a little bit like being like, what would little Tommy McGee, age eight, think about this? It's not like, ah, I'll just tap into the genius in my brain. Um, (laughs) Yes, agreed. Great. Okay, fantastic. Uh, So the question posed to the party then, uh, (laughs) this is a weird non-rulesy question. Um, What the fuck do you think is going on with, and you're already working towards this, but uh, with Sally, with the ritual, with the monster you've seen, with the Crow Toen, what what is the working theory? Sally mentioned in my mind a betrayal how her friends left her behind now I do not know if that is Sally referring to you or if it is the creature Croatone referring to something that happened do you understand it it could be all I remember from the church is a bad thing was going to happen to Red, and then I stopped the bad thing. But I don't know anything else other than Sally and blood headbags, and that was bad. The one thing I'll add to that, Ryan, is um, you think Red, uh, but Adrian says Tracy. Uh, yeah, it, it, and that happened, yeah. Um. Claire, you haven't actually told either of these characters what happened in the church, as you recall. You've seen it, um, okay. but um, you haven't conveyed it to them. How much would Red tell them? At this point, everything. And it's been so long that I... Oh, boy. All good. I, it's all right. I, I can help you on this. Um, so... Uh, Claire, the important details, I think, uh, and again, I'm, I'm kind of going for like a hearing the actual characters tell their versions of this. Um, what you remember is uh, in the last moment after um, uh, Adrian stepped in, in front of you to like take the pillar as uh, I don't think you knew what Richter was doing. You saw that there was chaos, that there was violence happening. I thought I uh, saw him with a gun, like coming down the. the yes, yes, you saw him storm, storm in, holding something yes. and holding a gun. Um, but for um, Sally, um, you saw a void open, um, mm-hmm. and um, you were like reaching out to Sally, and you missed her hand by inches. Uh, and she tripped and fell backward, and suddenly uh, uh, a number of arms grabbed her, uh, and her last words to you were, Tracy? And she was pulled into the nothingness, um, which was a memory you had suppressed uh, that came back to you during the investigation of the burnt-out church. Um, so we, we can save some time here, but I would be curious, largely because it seems like a pretty big red moment, um, to hear you how you would convey that information to them, particularly because even though you didn't recognize it at the time, when you relived the memory, you realized that was the last time you went by Tracy. Mm-hmm. So. We were in the church. Richter, I don't know why you had a gun. I don't know why you were there. All I remember is Sally. I couldn't save her. 
I couldn't save anyone. I realized I was a child and children shouldn't have to worry about that, but her fingertips were so close to mine that I, if I had just reached out even an inch further, I could have... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All I know is that she fell into the void and arms reached out to her and that was the last time I had heard her voice until that car the other day. Red, you were a child. You were all children. So there was, so there was nothing you could do. But you, you didn't save her, right? I didn't save her. That's exactly what I'm saying. And I could have. Age or not, I could have saved her if I was a bit quicker, if I was a bit stronger, if I had looked around me more. Claire, can you roll um, an uh, education check, please? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's a, that's a fail. Okay. Big old um, fail. The guilt is still getting to you. Um, mm-hmm. Their argument, Richter is, is telling you things that are theoretically true. Um mm-hmm. But uh, there's a difference between being a kid and being a mystery puncher. Mm-hmm. And you were the leader of the mystery punchers, and there wasn't a mystery you couldn't punch until there was. Yeah. I was the leader of a gang, and inconsequential as it might be, I wasn't able to protect a single member of it. Now, one of them is dead, one of them's in some kind of psychotic void, and one of them is, well, Eddie, you're all I have left. Oh, that's good. I was worried I was in a psychotic void. No, you have to stay with me. Do you understand? Yeah, that's what I've been saying to you while you run around corners and get things put in your tummy or whatever. Well, it's better me than you. I don't agree with that at all. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Tyler Hewitt just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice... You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else, so do that. Now... Well, not right now, but, you know. That's crazy talk. Do you know um, what kind of plants I would come up with? Adrian, you can can you also roll me an education check? I left my donkeys with a hobo. Uh, <laughs> we're actually, um, Ryan, let's make this a con check. Uh, because, again, we haven't quite figured out how to m- navigate the realm of the dual people. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Uh, it's con. Yeah. Okay. That's a a hard success on con. A fail on um, edge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. Um, Adrian, for the first time, uh, you realize that Red uh, feels responsible for taking care of you, the way that you've unquestioningly always assumed you have to take care of Red. Um, and it's it's actually kind of astounding. It's a little bit like the first time. It is like kind of horrible, but also true. The first time you realized your parents can be scared, we're just like, oh, shit. No, no, no. When I'm scared, they tell me everything's fine. And then you see them scared for the first time, and it, I don't know, for me, that was like a drastic, like, oh, 
shit. Um, and I think uh, it is such a, 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 a like a non-starter for you that like you take care of red. That's obviously. Um, but suddenly something clicks into place that um, doesn't entirely make sense because you're lacking the context of what happened at the church. But yeah, she she is more worried about taking care of you than you are of taking care of her, which is wild. Wait, if you're trying to take care of me, why did we start the shoelaces? We could have just gone to my house. It's very nice. And I have a bunch of money. Well, because I can't just sit on my laurels, Addie. I needed to do something, and... Well, that presented itself as an opportunity to be independent. Can you roll a... There's got to be deception here, right? Somewhere? No, it's just persuade. Um, Yeah, can you roll me a persuade check? Not a fast talk, just a persuade. Oh, okay. That is... uh, I'm spending two luck to make that a hard success. Um, Okay, you buy her reason for it, despite it being clear bullshit. Oh, um, so you're saying you do whatever you want to do, and and I'm going to be there, but you're doing it all to protect me. This makes perfect sense, because your priority is to do whatever you want, and I get protected. You don't even need to worry about it. Uh, Richter, you hear all of this. Would you intercede? I know that isn't a question I would normally ask, but you've been with them long enough, and I think enough has happened that it's think, a question worth asking. I think Richter would just offer his own theory there is like yeah that could be it (laughs) or uh i would hazard a guess that uh the trauma you both experienced in the church that day meant that helmforth was no longer a home for you it was no longer a safe place i sympathize entirely uh i myself completely blocked that day out of my mind and ran from it then the faintest uh, inklings came back to me. I only now, with you two, have I been actively trying to remember and trying to seek those memories out. I wouldn't blame anyone for wanting to run away. Oh, so the the time, uh, the bad time at the church is why we we had to start a gang. So where's your gang, Richter? My gang is uh, very small. Andy. Uh, I was a one-man gang for quite some time, and uh, oh, wow. Benny would uh, would join me from the time to time. The faint tap on your your thigh, and then you hear that, and it, it it pats your thigh, and then goes back to sleep. Oh, so you're looking after Benny, and Benny's looking after you, but Benny got turned into a hand, so he had bad magic stuff. I, Benny and I are the same. I've... Because I'm different and maybe a little bit worse now, but I still look after Red, just like the hand looks after you. I am, yeah, I am a little embarrassed to say that Benny took care of me much more than I should have taken care of him. Well, regardless, as much as I can truthfully say that I I wish we had never come back to Healthworth, I really do. If I could have taken it back, I would, but here we are. And we have to see this thing through. If you're going back again. Or I feel like it's going to follow us until the end of the rest of our days. And frankly, I don't know how 
many days any of us has left, so... Okay, so how are we going to kidnap the mayor? Well, I think we're a bit beyond kidnapping at this point. Frankly, I'm willing to just walk in and kill a lot of them because... Oh my god! What? Put them to sleep. Oh! Okay, that was... I don't... That would be awful. (laughs) I'm not a... I've only killed like three times, and they were in self-defense. I am not a murderer. This um, itself would be time to uh, take in a play. <laughs> yes. What? So there is a production coming to Helmfort that I have become increasingly interested in. This uh, the King in Yellow. You may have heard me. Uh, um, Richter, can you roll a mythos check? Oof, nope, no, sir. 92. Right. Uh, you cannot explain. Oh, no, buddy. Uh, you cannot explain why you love this place so much. You just really want to see it. Yeah, it's uh, it's called The King in Yellow. So, it's self-explanatory. I was hoping it was the Siegfried Follies. I love you so much, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> There's the one time my theater degree has ever had value. We did it. <laughs> I'm calling Queens right now and telling yeah. them we did it. Did you guys hear about that one play happening now where they just like took all the people off the street and put them on the stage on a street? It was really meta. An old man said next to me while I was booing. <laughs> um, Addy, you can go ahead and lose. <laughs> what did I roll? Uh, three sanity and gain three mythos. <laughs> Uh, what you were describing actually happened, but everyone reacts to it so bizarrely, you assume it's just part of whatever the fuck spookiness <laughs> yeah. is happening. That idea seems so crazy, even to Addy, that he thinks he must be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> truly. That was uh, his version of seeing Evil Sally. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Honestly, getting a theater degree is seeing Evil Sally. Um, okay. Um, so we'll chase you for the rest of your days. Um uh, Red and Addy, uh, the fact that uh, Richter is so excited to see this play is frustrating, but also you've been with him now long enough that I think your first reaction wouldn't be like, oh, the old man has a thing he wants to do. It would be like, okay, but Richter is very good at kind of finding weird things. So I guess what I need from both of you is how would you interpret this so we can roll for it? Also, I'm sorry, I just kicked out the leg of my table. So uh, if you heard oh, some thunka thunks, uh, it's just the car going over 30s bumps. Yeah. Roads Red were bad. went flying out the window again. Okay. Um, no, you're fine no. this time. Okay. So Red would definitely be, I mean, she's desperately trying to put pieces together at this point. So like, hmm. like this goes on the list of weird things that Richter has done, such as like needing to take the statue out of the locked vault underneath the museum that he hasn't explained um so like i don't entirely trust this if we're all just saying a thing we want to do i'd like to go to that town with that fish woman and fudging i'll kill her i'll kill her so dead one day we'll get to in his mouth i I think I remember her walking into the ocean. I don't know if she lives in a in a town, Eddie. Oh no, she does. She does. I figured it out. 
Because she said, I'm from Innsmouth or something. Uh, I mean, she did, but then she did go back to an underwater city. Uh, but uh, Claire, mm-hmm. uh, as they're debating the, the fish murder, which I think is just going to be the white whale for Addie. <laughs> it is. Um, uh, I'm going to offer you <laughs> several different systems, uh, a devil's bargain. Um, Red, you've decided that this is all like, you're so frustrated with all this, but at the same time, you've realized you're in it. Um, you are that character in a supernatural movie who is frustrated to be there, but has finally come to understand. Sure. Shit. Um, so I would say um, in a Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones being like, ah, before he does something he doesn't want to do, that's, presumably supernatural or involves snakes. Um, You can risk a sanity check to understand what the fuck Richter is talking about. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Richter. Nope. How much do you want to convince people that we have to go see the King in Yellow? I'm trying to remember now, and the notes on King and Yellow were actually in a separate book um, before I... I got them right here, bud. What do you need? I bought separate books for each show. Um, I'm not enthralled by the King and Yellow, at least not yet anyway. I believe believe all of my desire to see it is rooted in kind of what I've seen of its effect on other people. The person in the alleyway. You you did receive a bit of it, though. Um, did okay. Yes, uh, there there is an element of of mythos madness uh, to it. this. Okay. Uh, okay. It isn't purely scientific. Most of it was. It was when you were coming back and saw the mural, and then like the artist clothes in a pile, and like yellow footsteps running away. That's I think when you failed a sanity check on right. it. Okay, thank you. Um, so there is some actual enthrallment. Okay, uh, then I would say I I want pretty badly to convince them to uh, to at least. It's it's weird. It's like they're not my keeper or anything. Like like let me see it. Like I could <laughs> I'm a fucking 70-year-old man. I can go see a play if I want. But I think it's it probably seems so special to me that I want them to see it with me. And I also think it's um to roll right back to our kind of earliest Richter stuff. Um there was a certain joy for you in um, actually seeing the signs. Uh, we talked yeah. a lot early on about the men in black thing where it's like you're reading the tabloids every day and then you find the one that's actually just an alien. Yeah. Um, and they, if you'll re- like cast your mind back to a thousand years ago when the show started, <laughs> um, they're the ones who triggered the first actual leads for you. So I think there's also a sense of like, they're almost your good luck charm. If right. that makes sense. Like mythos shit has been happening to you constantly since they showed up. Right. Yes, if they okay. aren't there, hmm? right. And the three of us are the are the best equipped to fight whatever it is that's come to to Helmfirth. Uh, yeah. So I I want them there to. Yeah, I, I want them there as as like backup, and also because I think it's important. All right, sir. We'll have a devil's bargain for you as well, then. Sure. Um, you can give advantage to Claire if you will take a D4 of sanity damage. Let me just turn the page back to my sanity. Sure. Fuck me up, fam. <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh, all right. Nice. 
That is a, that is a good return on investment. Um, so Claire, go ahead and roll your tens again, please. Wait, my like hundred dice? The, yeah, yeah, yes, okay. yeah, yeah. Come on. I rolled the same. How is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we one have in 10, but defied shit. physics. God damn it. Um, I want my sanity back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to return on my investment. Okay. If we're going to go to the play, then I need two things to make sure we're safe. One, we got to eat fish and chips because that's sort of like beating a fish woman. And two, I get to bring the ray gun. Well, we've always brought the ray gun. I have it right here, and I pull out the ray gun. Uh, no, man, you gave that to Bobby Walkie uh, to go investigate. Uh, yeah, I thought he examined it and gave it back. Oh, shit, yeah. it's 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 been a while. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have I you was had also... it on you the whole time? Yeah, I was contemplating using the ray gun on the cultists, and then I shit. decided I opted for... Mirror of Samurai. Okay, cool, man. Uh, yeah, I just waved it around in the back. Seat, like, I have the ray gun. Okay, then I want the ray gun right now. We could have used that a bunch. But it is a very, very dangerous weapon, Eddie. Uh, 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 the, the ice cream man himself said it was incredibly dangerous. Well, Und- uh, Red lost her role. So do you want to go see the king in yellow? Well, fuck. All right, here you go, pal. And I just <laughs> of the ray gun. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't okay. mean to cut off your, your <laughs> improv sequence there. Um, okay, so Red, you unfortunately do not understand why, uh, but you see this weird little ritual happen between Adrian and uh, Richter. And uh, much like um, Scully Circa Season 3, uh, enough weird shit has happened that even though you still hate that it does, you've just kind of learned to roll with it occasionally. Sure. Um, but uh, still frustrating. Uh, okay, so we've determined we are going to go see the King in Yellow. Yes. We have a rough working plan. Uh, what is your final conclusion about the Sally situation? I mean, like, I think the overall conclusion is, like, there's an evil being that possessed Sally and Did- the go- the Gotham crown are you know whose leader is our mayor are trying to bring them back like bring it back and so i mean red's solution to this is just let's go gank them them down yep uh adrian and richter does that work for you or what what are your takes i mean i feel like addy's loose interpretation would be sally's mad at red because sally fell into a spooky place so we should try to to either talk to Sally and see if she'll be friends again or kill the bad things that grabbed Sally. And that's sort of probably where he's at totally. And he would think like the Gotham crown and all that fall on like team, bad team. Like he just sees them all. No, that makes sense. And Rick, all evil is on the same team in his brain. It's just good and bad. And keep in mind uh, one caveat to this. And Ryan, I really like the way you approach this. This is like a, for the sake of the audience, uh, where are your characters at? It's not necessarily something you've conveyed to everyone. Mm-hmm. Adrian would never explain that. Um, no, no. So, Richter, with that in mind, where do you think you're at with this? I do think Richter would hash this out, though, with with the group on the car ride. Uh, basically, that um, if Sally is visiting us and she's changed, and it's entirely possible that Sally is alive, and if Sally is alive, Sally can be saved. So I think that's where Richter's at with that. Um, it's more about now figuring out what 
Croatoa wants, the Croatoan, um, and what it wants with Sally and how it's using Sally and how to reverse or undo that, um, which is like inspiration for um, Richter to hit the books. Um, but in addition to that, yes, this cult has infiltrated Helm for that, like the highest forms of government. Um, but we've seen that the citizens are not so much in on it as they are kind of uh, affected by it in different ways. And so we may still have allies in the town of Helmfirth, um, just not in the highest positions of power. So we're back to kidnapping in the mayor and asking him what the fuck is going on. Save Sally. Sleep the sort of bad guys. Kill the really bad guys. And with that plan in your minds and in your hearts, um, you continue to floor it as uh, your your car uh, sort of drives late into the night. Um, I think we'll say you you had your overnight during this whole discussion. It was kind of like a park overnight. Um, you're on your way back into Helmfirth, and uh, two things of note occur. Um, one, uh, Richter, I need you to roll a mythos check, please. Actually, all of you can, but I feel like it's mostly for him because he's been losing his mind a lot faster than the rest of you. I will love if I... Yeah, no. No, I've, I failed mine. Okay. Um, you have a, a feeling of tremendous discomfort for a moment. Uh, and the radio, which is currently playing a jaunty tune crackles um and uh for a moment you you almost hear a a sharp intake of breath um as though uh someone were were caught unawares uh as you pass just a a seemingly random uh part of of america just uh you're just driving past somewhere and and you you feel suddenly a, a tremendous rush of emotion but unfortunately with the roll um, the second thing that happens, however, is as a, a heavy rain that happily doesn't stink, uh, like previous rains you've encountered, uh, begins to hit the windshield. Um, you, uh, you see a car in the ditch and, um, there is a man, uh, kind of like waving, uh, desperately, uh, at the vehicle. Um, it, uh, Adrian, you're driving, right? That's yeah. Yeah. Um, almost without thinking you pull over. Um, because I think similar to Wackadoo Willie when you're at the drive-in watching King Kong, um, you sometimes just get feelings about people and you've learned to just trust that. Um, so you pull over and uh, you see a man with um, graying hair, uh, looks a little bit like uh, Colin Firth, uh, but like a waterlogged Colin Firth because it's just pissing rain. Nice. Um <laughs> he's got a, um, uh, you know, he's he's wearing black. He's got a little white collar that's just soaked. Um, and um, uh, he just says, uh, you know, as you roll up and roll down your window, you can see his car is is in rough shape. There's smoke, black smoke billowing out of the hood. And he just says, uh, pardon me. Dear friends, I apologize for flagging you down in in this this weather, but um, it would seem that my automobile has, well, to be blunt, crapped out on me. Uh, I I do beg your indulgence. I have business in Helmfirth. Would you happen to be going that way? It's a small town on the coast. 
Yeah, come on in. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, and he goes to the the back of his car and he he cranks it open uh, and he grabs a big heavy case with a cross on it and he just kind of like awkwardly shuffles into the back. Um, <laughs> Red or Richter, who's in the front seat with Addy? I assume it's Red. Yeah, it would Red be. for sure. Um, so he uh, he pulls in next to you, uh, Richter. Um, and uh, he takes just a deep breath once he's inside the car. And uh, you can tell, uh, Richter, it's actually kind of a familiar um, gesture to you. It's the, the sigh of frustration of, uh, of a man with singular purpose being frustrated by the world stacking against him. <laughs> um, and uh, he just uh, extends his hand and says, uh, My name is uh, Father Patrick O'Houlihan, and... Uh, it's a true pleasure to meet you all. You are truly good Samaritans, and I appreciate you bringing me with you uh, to Helmfirth. I, uh, well, I must say I'm on a, a mission of some sort, and uh, it's rather important. Tell me, have any of you heard of the Croatoan? This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan the Plant at the Ryan the Plant on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. And all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are Dum Dum Dice. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Well, hello there. Dr. Charlie Tuckett here. You know, rumor was Spaceship Oz-9 was intended to take a bunch of rich folks to a new planet since, uh, you know, we pretty much uh, used up the one we have now. But, you know, since it's uh, looking more and more likely the ship might uh, be humanity's last stand, let's take a quick look around. Are you telling me the four sacred tokens are all aboard the Oz-9? Remind me again why 
why we're doing this? Allegiances are too muddled on this ship. MCCACEC is a normal institution of higher learning. Ah, but if you pull back the outermost layers... I'm from Minnesota, where we like our lives as neat and as open as the inside of a freshly caught and cleaned walleye. Do you know, I am now the only assassin aboard the ship. What are you doing, Elaine? I want to know what side he's on when the ship hits the fan. Are they the most ridiculous people I've ever met? Uh, fetch that annoying bunch of trespassers so we can bring Pluto to heal. The new order starts today. Well, however this all plays out, if you have a strong stomach and a high tolerance for stupid, you can follow the Oz Nines adventures just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. I got a trot, space monkeys. Stay safe out there. <laughs>